Friday morning, got it hooked on wax, and we're glad you do. Also, coming up today, Brent Wink will be with us. Uh, good weather for Brent to get over here, as this will be his last week of the season on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. By the way, if you want to listen to any of those programs we've had during the season with Brent, we've got those on the uh, on the website, right? That's right. Go to, go to 20 com. click on the Bob and Scott page, go down to uh, the area where it says interviews and you'll see a countryside co-op logo there click on that and you can hear all of brent's all right. through the season so if you miss any of those you can get those but brent will be here for his last report of the season but that's a ways off first of all we gotta get some news NBC News Radio, I'm John Klein. The White House is blasting the latest impeachment hearing in the House. In a statement, Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham said Democrats are motivated by a sick hatred of President Trump and a rabid desire to overturn the 2016 election. She said the American people deserve better. Grisham said the latest witnesses have no personal or direct knowledge about why military aid to Ukraine was held up earlier this year. The White House has insisted that the money was temporarily withheld due to concerns about corruption. A California Supreme Court ruling is allowing President Trump to keep his tax returns private. Senator Shannon Grove says this is a victory for Republican voters in the state. It was an attempt by the Democrats to suppress Republican voter turnout in the primary because if you read the legislation, it only affected the primary In July, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill into law that would require presidential candidates' tax returns to be made public in order to be on the state's 2020 ballot. Former Governor Jerry Brown vetoed a similar bill two years ago. The Supreme Court's ruling deemed the law in violation of California's open primary process. Bumblebee Foods, the canned tuna brand, is filing for bankruptcy. The San Diego-based corporation is seeking Chapter 11 protection. For several years, it's faced mounting legal costs associated with a federal price-fixing scandal. They still owe $17 million in fines and face several class-action lawsuits. The world's first birth control injection for men is almost ready. Clinical trials just wrapped up, and now the Indian Council of Medical Research is awaiting approval. Scientists say the product showed a 97% success rate with no side effects. And the website American Marijuana will pay someone $3,000 a month for blog and video reviews of cannabis products. Boxes will be shipped with items ranging from weed strains to edibles to CBD oils. The ad stresses this is only for someone who knows a lot about marijuana, not someone looking to get high. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. How many hands do you just think went up in the air? I'll volunteer. I'll volunteer. I can make some calls right now. I think, <laughs> I think that's one uh, test that's going to have plenty of volunteers. 
I'm getting free dope? Oh, yeah. man, I'll boy, tell you anything oh you want to hear. <laughs> oh, man, what do they think of next? <laughs> All right, we got a busy Friday morning. It's four and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. No, I didn't get the address, so don't call me of how you get on that <laughs> test. Oh, boy. All right, 23 degrees. We'll tell you more about the weather and the markets. It's Friday here at Wax. Visit Tender Shoots Garden and Greenhouse, located just three miles south of Greenwood on Highway 73. Ben and Amy Linder invite you to do some Christmas shopping featuring Christmas trees, wreaths, garland, kissing balls, garden art, candles, locally made wine, and much more. Gift certificates make great Christmas gifts and stocking stuffers. Open Monday through Saturdays, Monday 8 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday 8 to 7. Tender Shoots Gardens and Greenhouse, located just three miles south of Greenwood on Highway 73. Big savings going on at the Chilson Stores in Cadott Lake Halley, the Black Friday sales event, and employee pricing plus. Tell me about it, Matt. Our Chilson Stores have been proudly selling and servicing Jeeps longer than anyone in the area, and right now we also have the best selection in the Chippewa Valley. So this has to be big, right? During this event, 5500 off select inventory 2019 Jeep Cherokees, or take 6500 off select inventory 2019 Jeep Renegades. Or take up to 7000 off 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokees. You guys are nuts. 5500 off a 2019 Cherokee, 2019 Renegades for 6500 off, and 2019 Grand Cherokees for seven grand off. Sounds like a great, great deal. How about uh, third row SUVs? Our customers can also take 8000 off a 2019 Dodge Durango during Dodge Power Days. Get great deals during the Black Friday sales event and employee pricing plus at the Chilson stores. Matt, tell us where. Always the best deal, always the best selection at our friendly Chilson family Jeep and Dodge locations in Lake Halley and Cadott. Or check us out online at ChilsonMotors.com. Let our family take care of your family. Surprise medical bills are bankrupting Americans, but insurers refuse to pay their fair share. Doctors support removing patients from billing disputes. Tell Congress to stand with doctors and patients. Paid for by Dr. Patient Unity. Weather, well, it's kind of cool out there, especially in spots that have cleared out overnight. Otherwise, we're mostly in the 20s, going to get into the 30s today. We'll have some sun later on, clear tonight, down about 20 degrees overnight by chore time on Saturday morning for opening day. It should be sunny to partly cloudy, high in the low 40s. Sunday, same thing, partly cloudy, should see some sunshine. High is going to be about 44. Then Monday, taking Monday off for hunting. Partly cloudy then, too. Another nice day, 42, 37 on Tuesday, and back to about 40 on Wednesday and Thursday. So, again, you get one, don't let it hang very long. You better put it in the cooler someplace. Right now, as we said, if it's cleared off, it's cooled off. Menominee's at 17. Over in Green Bay, it's 29, 32 down in Milwaukee, 25 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Marshfield and Wausau at 23, 21 in Rice Lake, 25 at La Crosse. And in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. Well, not Menominee. They're clear. But Chippewa Falls, Eau Claire, about 23 degrees right now. Again, we'll have some sunshine later on. Boy, that'll be nice to look at. We're also going to look at the markets next. Brought to you by Tareen Livestock. Michelle and the gang over there in Thorpe. When farming, prices fluctuate, whether it is feed, milk, or livestock prices. Hi, this is Michelle from Tureen Livestock Market in Thorpe. One thing that is consistent, we at Tureen Livestock Market will work to get the best prices for your livestock. We're not a cooperative. We're family-owned and operated. Our sales are every Monday and Wednesday, and we're conveniently located one and a half miles north of Thorpe on Highway 73. Give us a call at 715-669-7127. Because at Tureen Livestock Market, we're always striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. I knew it would change sometime, but I didn't know when. Our special Rick Moore new Ford F-150 truck lease has gone up from $199 a month to $209 a month. It's still the best lease within 1,300 miles. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. And I'm Kina. Now until December 31st, or until they are all gone, you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 XLT truck for just $209 a month. 10% down plus tax title license, 24-month lease, $10,000 500 miles per year. Zero security deposit, plus you get a lifetime powertrain warranty. It's a truck on steroids. It drives like warm butter. It'll tow anything, but it'll feel like you're towing nothing. This truck cab is so roomy and quiet. Oh. Rick meditates in it. This new Ford F-150 XLT truck lease for only $209 a month expires December 31st, 2019. We are across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93, Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, where you can't buy the wrong vehicle. And you can't pay too much. Nine minutes after five, sunshine later on today. 
Let's take a look at the markets, courtesy of Tareen Livestock over in Thorpe. And Scott, cash livestock here at the end of the week. Fed beef steers are at 90 to 117. Fed beef heifers also 90 to 117. Fed Holstein steers are at 85 to 98. Cows, the top 20% are at 47 to 62, and the top 60% are 32 to 53. Bulls are at 62 to 78. Butcher hogs sit 32 to 34. Sows, 42 to 45. Boars, 10 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at a dollar to a dollar and a half, and feeder lambs are at 120 to 150. And at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures under pressure again yesterday at December live cattle price at the close, 119.32. Now that was up to February at 125.05, down 42. April live cattle, 125.77, that was down 47. And for June, live cattle closed 117.20, down 65. Feeder cattle for January at 142.60, down 147. March feeders at 142.80, that's down 135. April at 144.10, down 127. And May feeder cattle, 144.92, down 122. Lean hogs for December at 60.65, that was up 20. February hogs, 67.45, that was up 67. April hogs, 74.10 up a dollar 17 and May at 80.27 was up 80 cents and again not a lot of movement on the board of trade as they were watching the the harvest to try to get tough through with tough weather this morning that December corn price is a fraction higher at 368 March corn unchanged at 379 March soybeans unchanged at 915 and March meal down 30 cents a ton at 30550. Summer oats down a penny at 312 and the wheat up to at 511. Cheese prices uh, went up a little bit yesterday, first time in what a couple of weeks. Barrel cheese up three and a half at 218 and a half. Blocks up a half at 184 and a half, but the butter did go down three quarters to 204 a pound. Class three futures, some nice movement up yesterday. November went up three cents at 2037. December up 25 at 1869. January over $18 at $18.19. That was up 23 cents. February class three up 24 at $17.69. March up 14 at $17.34. They better be careful. Pretty soon it'll be a livable wage out there with those milk prices. 12 minutes after 5 o'clock. Again, a nice day. Sunshine. In fact, the next few days we're going to have some sunshine out there. And temperatures today in the upper 30s. Saturday, Sunday, Monday going to be in the 40s. Are you ready to update your home? Are you looking to create the space of your dreams? Rice's Capital Carpet in Marshfield is your one stop for all your flooring, paint, and window treatment needs. From updating carpeting to furnishing flooring for your home, Rice's has the top names in the industry from CoreTech, Mannington, Shaw, Benjamin Moore, Hunter Douglas, and many more. Bring your truck and trailer or have their experienced installation teams do the work for you. Rice's Capital Carpet is ready to help you with all your paint, window treatment, and flooring needs. Vita Plus at Loyal, one of the dependable central Wisconsin farm suppliers. And Diane Beals is with us to talk about Vita Plus. And Diane, I guess I'll ask you to do just that. Tell us more about Vita Plus as far as the products and services and territory covered that uh, you help out so many farmers with. Well, here at Vita Plus, we offer a full line of services. We have fertilizer, seed, chemicals, custom applications, grain facilities, trucking, as well as feed business here. And how big a territory will you cover? You've got a pretty big facility there, so you can handle an awful lot of product. Well, the fertilizers, feed, and chemical side, we cover a lot of Jackson, Clark, Wood, and Marathon County. And for the feed side, we cover a lot larger area than that, as well as the trucking. And, of course, uh, that's a lot of uh, hay ground. And X alfalfa is one of the lines that you carry. How long has Vita Plus been carrying the X line? And what's been the reaction from the farmers as far as planting X and having it work with their cows? We've been carrying it for approximately five years now. Uh, the growth that it's been coming through has been tremendous. The overwintering capabilities, granted we did have a very tough year this last year along with everybody else who had hay in the ground. But overall, the overwintering is great. The quality is great. The quickness of how fast it grows back and the leafiness has been tremendous for our growers here. 
And I would assume you've got plenty of product for the needs of uh, replanting this spring of Alpharex? Absolutely. The supply is looking really good for us at this time frame. And that's good news. So for your Alpharex needs and other farm inputs in central Wisconsin, it's Vita Plus Ed Loyal, another one of those Alpharex dealers. Almost 15 minutes after 5 o'clock. Well, one thing we talked about, Scott, before uh, the top of the hour was the fact that in Eau Claire County, we'll have a new Mark Hagedorn. Well, I hope. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out and say a little better looking. Maybe. <laughs> but what's, what's the Well, latest? that's pretty much guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mark. I, uh, Mark, good no. guy. We have a lot of fun with Mark. And Absolutely. Miss him not coming in every week, but uh, he's yeah. busy with that statewide job now he's got for the dairy industry. But but we do have a replacement. We do. Lissa Seafelt will start a new job on December 8th. She spent the last six and a half years in a, as an extension agent in Marquette County with an emphasis on livestock. She has her bachelor's degree from UW-River Falls and a master's degree from South Dakota State University. She's Man, a jackrabbit. That, that Seafelt last name, I think Central Wisconsin's probably her roots. But we'll find out for sure. We'll get yep. Lissa in here when she... Uh, Gets on the uh, on the job full time and uh, yep. find out about her background, her interests, and uh, move forward with Alyssa as the county agent in Eau Claire County. And Thanksgiving dinner, the less cost, than a week away now. You bet it is. The cost of this year's Thanksgiving dinner, with all the trimming, is going to cost a little more than it did last year. According to Farm Bureau Federation surveys around the state and across the country, the overall meal cost will be only slightly higher. The cost nationally for the turkey and trimmings will be $62.32 to feed 10 people. In Wisconsin, that cost will be about $61.57. That's up $1.43 from last year. One of the biggest price increases this year will be for the turkey. Last year, a 16-pound bird cost just a little more than $19. But this year, that same turkey is about $21.75. A turkey that's similar, at least. The farmers share the cost of the Thanksgiving dinner and now has shrunk to about 14.5% or just $8.98 for the total of uh, from that total of sixty-two thirty-two, so fourteen and a half percent, the farmer gets. Out. I think that's important to share with folks when you go in there and buy your trimmings and your turkey and your ham or whatever you're going to buy. Sixty-two dollars and thirty-two cents, just eight dollars and ninety-eight cents, goes back to the farmer. And that that feeds ten people. Yeah, that's what they say. Well, not like you, but yeah. ten normal people. <laughs> ten normal people. <laughs> Seven to you. Uh, you have turkey or ham or both? Oh, we do uh, turkey, just do. turkey. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do too. We're yep. we're turkey people on Thanksgiving. Love ham. Yeah. Easter is for Absolutely. ham, I guess. But I love turkey. I love turkey all year round. I like to buy those turkey loaves. It's easy. For, oh, you know, yeah. Put yeah. them in the oven, and you know, got a little dark meat, little white meat, yep. gravy. Make some potatoes. Ooh. I, hungry now. I like occasionally frying one. Yeah, but uh, boy, that gets to be. A challenge. It's, oh yeah, it sure does. But, I haven't lit anything. But on the fire yet. Well, the reward is good because <laughs> yep, it always yep. tastes good. So again, enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner, and, and again, thank a farmer because he's darn near giving it away to you. All right, eighteen minutes after five o'clock, and today we hear from Bob Crop, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, we um, absolutely got a little bit uh, convoluted we, yesterday, yep. but uh, we'll get Bob Crop on today as we talk about those dairy prices, which, as we said. Getting better. We'll find out what the outlook is coming up. That's next right here on Wax, 18 and a half minutes after 5. After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. It's been a long time that I've been in the egg journalism business, and every year 
we turn to Bob Crop, who knows dairy pricing like very few other people in the United States. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Pam, Bob has news for us about what he thinks might be happening in the dairy industry. Yep, you're right, Scott. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And, you know, believe it or not, it might be welcome news for a change for Wisconsin's dairy industry. It's been a tough economic climate since 2018, 2019, and some would contend even before that. Josh Scramlin had a chance to catch up with Dr. Kropp, Professor Emeritus on the UW-Madison campus, and get his thoughts on where we're headed with dairy prices. Josh I know I'm not saying anything earth-shattering when I say that the last four and a half years have not been the kindest to agriculture. And don't get me wrong, every sector has seen its fair share of negativity and negative happenings, especially the dairy sector, and it's all the more prevalent because we are here in America's dairy land. But after four and a half years of negative news and not a whole lot to really look forward to, I think I've got some good news for you. And to explain the good news, I enlisted an expert. Bob Kropp, uh, Professor Emeritus and Dairy Marketing Specialist, University of Wisconsin-Madison. Dr. Kropp, so after four and a half years of not a lot of good news, you come in today, you come bearing positive news. What is some of that positive news? Well, we're seeing a very strong uh, comeback in milk price. started in July, but this fourth quarter here, we're seeing prices that approaching what we saw somewhere back in 2014. Uh, actually, we started out the year talk about class three the base price about 1384 and we're going to be over 19 here in november in fact the futures market said we could hit 20 so that's quite a quite a rally but that's that's nice prices uh we needed something well over 16 to return some profitability to farmers and uh we're now there and going beyond that you touched on a little bit but uh, do you see this continuing into 2020 yes i just you know part of it is because of the Four and a half years of lousy prices. Dairy farmers have lost a lot of equity. They have to uh, build back some of that before they think about, you know, growing or expanding. Uh, also, uh, it's been a rough year crop-wise and harvesting, you know, forage quality and stuff. So I do not see milk production coming on real strong next year. USDA is looking for about a 1.6% increase. I think that might be a little high. So... Uh, and uh, demand, domestic demand is pretty good. Actually, we could even see a little growth in exports next year simply because uh, all the major exporters, European Union, New Zealand, Australia, Argentina, are all experiencing milk production, not growing very much. So that may open up a little more opportunity for the U.S. How have total head and milk per cow been looking over the last couple of years, and do you see any of that changing? Well, uh, you know, the trend line is like 1.2% a year, and... Uh, uh, we bounce up and down from that. Uh, it's been this year running uh, well below 1% up until September for some reason. It showed a pretty good increase. But, um, you know, when prices are low, farmers are not pushing those cows for extra, you know, buy an extra production. No, I think you're looking like a 1% or so, one point, you know, trend line in production for cow. Weather can affect it a lot, you know, hot summer will knock it down and i think this year going 2020 this winter we're going to see some uh, forage quality problems to do the bad year we've had wet year that could impact production per cow now dr crop during your presentation i jotted these numbers down real quick so correct me if i'm wrong but january 1 2018 8801 herds in wisconsin january 1 2019 8,110 herds in Wisconsin. Is this a trend that is happening just in Wisconsin, or are you seeing it all across the U.S.? No, uh, last year, uh, the data we had all for 2018, uh, U.S., we lost uh, almost 8% of our dairy herds in Wisconsin last year. And that was close to almost an 8%, a 75 or so uh, across the country. So it's been uh, widespread, uh, not just here in Wisconsin. And uh, we don't have the data of what's going on this year for all those uh, states, but I hear reports that continue to decline. Uh, some states like Pennsylvania in the Northeast, is, they've really had a decline and much greater than we had here in Wisconsin. Uh, but all the states, whether you're talking about Michigan, you know, uh, uh, was growing real strong. And uh, last year, the production turned down because of low prices. Farmers left the industry. And so it's, it's a national uh, trend, yeah. Now tell me, how have cheese and butter sales been looking? 
Well, uh, actually pretty good. I mean, uh, right in uh, the data we have showing a good 1% or more growth in that. And uh, cheese particularly. Cheese today, we use uh, nationwide almost 60% of our milk today for cheese. And that keeps it. Last year, we set a new record of per capita cheese consumption. keeps on growing. And we just heard a report here from Car Cheese Plant, the variety of cheeses that are, that are out there. So because of strong cheese growth, uh, that has offset the continued decline in beverage fluid milk sales. So we have a total growth in demand for milk. Now, I want to talk about U.S. dairy exports. How does 2019 compare to 2018? Well, we, we uh, are overall exports have been lower. If uh, we have the last data we have through August, we'll soon have September. But on a total solid spaces, uh, uh, we've exported a little over 14% of our milk production year 16. One that has held up pretty good, though, has been cheese exports. Uh, through uh, January through uh, August, we've exported a little bit more cheese than we did the year before. We have a big drop off of non fat dry milk, butter's dropped off a considerable amount, but that has picked up because uh, Mexico has held in there pretty good, and we had some growth in Southeast Asia, uh, South Korea, for example, uh, that picked up some of the slack elsewhere, so cheese sales have been pretty good, exports have. Yeah, as you just mentioned uh, in your report, Mexico is uh, number one for U.S. dairy exports. Going down the list, what are the other big countries that we're exporting to? Well, so Mexico number one, and then, you know, of course, Canada, the falls are and right in two, but then you have uh, South America's picked up the Middle East, uh, Middle Middle uh, Middle East, uh, North Africa has been a big one. Uh, South Korea, I said, has been in there. Uh, Japan dropped off here, but Japan is a very large uh, buyer of, of cheese, and uh, we hopefully work it out a, a new trade agreement with them that will continue them to be a major market for us. Now we're getting towards Christmas. I don't know about you. I eat a lot of food around Christmas. Well, basically year-round, but Christmas is a peak for me. How are cheese and butter stocks looking overall as we're heading into the holidays? Well, butter stocks are uh, about, well, the last we added through September 30th, is uh, plenty of butter there, about 7% more. Uh, one reason is uh, U.S. butter price has been quite a bit higher than world prices. We have attracted some imports, unfortunately. But the good news is cheese stocks are below a year ago. Uh, American cheese, which is all our cheddars and that, are running uh, about 4.5% lower. So, and we're seeing, that's why we're seeing uh, some pretty movement, upward movement in cheese prices here the last uh, couple of weeks and pushing up that milk price. And again, that's Dr. Bob Kropp, along with our Josh Kramlin, looking at the uh, what he sees for the dairy industry going forward. And uh, kind of positive. Yeah, that Japanese trade deal that he was talking about here at the end, the lower parliament in Japan has passed it, and that's the most powerful body in Japan, so they expect that will go through the upper house with no problem. And we get it uh, passed, hopefully it will be in effect 1st of January 2020, and that will help take tariffs off. Yep. That's a, a big market. Yeah, it really is, the Japanese market. And more and more of those people are getting a little bit of a, an affinity. They like dairy products. They're finding out there's nothing wrong with rice and cheese, huh? Well, uh, my favorite, two favorite things, a slab of butter on top of a steak and a slab of butter on a pile of rice, white rice. There you go. Of course, you got a lot of favorite things. I do. I do. I'm sitting here thinking. When it says those trick questions for the banking and yeah, everything, that's right. your favorite food. Yeah. Oh, Just boy. check the left side. Yeah. We'll take it all. <laughs> 28 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Friday morning at Wax. 20s right now. We'll get into the 30s. And maybe the best news is some sunshine later on. Join the best-selling Jeep SUV brand during the Black Friday sales event with Employee Pricing Plus at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Yes, that's right. Employee Pricing for All with added bonuses on select 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokees, Compasses, Cherokees, and Renegades. Up to $4,800 below MSRP plus bonus cash on select 2019 Jeep Cherokee models. The Black Friday sales event is on all month at Gross Motors in Nielsville, 404 East Division Street, your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer, or online, grossauto.com. 
Are all the smiles in your family ready for the holidays? Because you know they're not far away. If you do need to whiten and brighten all those smiles, let my dental office help you get the job done. Maple Ridge Dental at 3110 Craig Road in Eau Claire has extended their $89 new patient offer. That's an exam, necessary x-rays, and teeth cleaning, all for just $89. Call Maple Ridge Dental at 715-552-7227 or get an appointment online at mapleridgedental.com. Just tell them Smiling Bob sent you. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And at Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in the Holman area, those prices today, new crop corn, the elevator, three thirty-seven a bushel today, and a new crop 2019 soybeans at eight fifty-one. So the corn, three thirty-seven, soybeans eight fifty-one at Buck Country Grain Arcadia, Dummer's Grain Service in the Holman area. It's 5.30 in the morning, and uh, we got uh, other news, local news to take a look at. Scott, what else is going on? A uh, Wausau woman is heading to prison for eight years for her involvement in a deadly fentanyl overdose. Ashley Sharkowitz was sentenced this week for supplying the drug to a 24-year-old man earlier this year, leading to his death. After her eight years in jail, Sharkowitz will serve eight years of extended supervision. A trip to the mailbox has ended in a Barron County woman's death. Initial investigations show that 64-year-old Jodine Lindemeyer of Dallas was crossing Highway 35 after getting her mail from her mailbox Wednesday and was struck by a vehicle driven by 43-year-old Cammie Wagner of Prairie Farm. Lindemeyer was flown to a hospital and later died. The driver and her passenger were not injured. A body that was found in a storage unit in Onalaska nearly three months ago has been identified. The La Crosse County Sheriff's Office says 61-year-old Stephen Tabbert was found inside a unit at Edwards Mini Storage during a business inspection on August 29th. Tabbert's cause of death hasn't been determined, though the county medical examiner says it appears to be a natural death. It's the day deer hunters across the state of Wisconsin have been waiting for. The gun deer season opens tomorrow morning. That season runs through next Saturday. And the State Department of Natural next Resources Sunday. folks. Sunday, Sunday. Su- what? Next set? Yes, it's Sunday. This, I tell you. <laughs> it, it runs through next Sunday, Bob. Yeah, Sunday after Absolutely. Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, in fact, I've gotten a deer at... Uh, at uh, Dusk on uh, Sunday afternoons, by the way. You're was, not the only one that's got him at dusk on Sunday <laughs> afternoon, believe me. I wink, wink, nod, nod. I know that yeah. story. Okay, State Department of Natural Resources officials are urging caution all around, of course. And those folks say that hunters need to be careful with their rifles and shotguns and be extra careful in their deer stands. And that personal note, I always say that standing corn, don't make drives in standing corn and have someone shooting into the corn, have somebody walk through the corn and get the deer where they go. And by the way, Bob, if you haven't seen the story over in Chippewa Falls, the other night a fellow was pulled over for drunk driving, and it was his fourth offense that he's been charged with with drunk driving. The police officers looked at his uh, license plates in the south, they should say the tags, and realized that they were homemade on the back of Ham's beer cases. And they they look real, and um, <laughs> what, what, how long you been driving around with those? Are? I don't know, but a, a great online posting by the uh, Chippewa Falls Police Department says maybe those are legal in the land of sky blue waters, but not here in Chippewa Falls. No, if you're gonna do it in Chippewa Falls, you got to put it on the back of a lightning kugel. Absolutely, case, right? <laughs> you got to be smarter than that. All right, we're going to check our weather. We'll get Kelly in here to find out what's going on. It's warming up and brightening up around the area. 
But uh, speaking of food, boy, here's a place. This is Donnie and the gang at the Main Street Cafe. Order your traditional holiday pies now at the Main Street Cafe in Bloomer. You can either order your pies online at MainStreetCafe.com or at your local Quick Trip. Main Street Cafe has homemade cheesecakes just for you and just in time for Thanksgiving. So whether you're hosting the big feast this year or have to bring a dish to share, be sure to get your pumpkin cheesecake for Thanksgiving. Or even better yet, bring the entire family in to the Main Street Cafe for a homemade Thanksgiving dinner. From 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, get turkey and ham with all the trimmings. And trimmings wouldn't be trimmings without that slice of pie. Just $13.95 for adults and $5.95 for kids 12 and under. Reservations are accepted. And it's a great way to enjoy a home-cooked meal with your family without the hassle of preparing, cooking, and cleaning. It brings the whole family around the table, but makes it easier for everyone to enjoy your family time. Happy Thanksgiving. From the Main Street Cafe in Bloomer, don't forget to leave room for the pie. Yeah, it's time to find out about our weather. Oh, the forecast is getting better. Weather brought to you by Pioneer. Kelly Slifka's over at uh, Skywarn 13, as he always is in the morning. And, oh, my goodness, a three-letter word finally, sun. The sun. I know. I don't know if we're going to be able to get used to it. I mean, it's... Boy, oh, boy, but it's going to feel good, Kelly. Oh, Tell it's... us about it. And it's not just for one day. It looks like uh, it'll be around a few days. Yeah, it looks really nice going into the weekend. And I, t- I think, tell you what, we're timing it just about perfectly. Uh, even though we have some clouds out now, we've got high pressure that's off to our west. High pressure is going to be sliding overhead throughout the weekend. So that means it's going to be quiet. And we are expecting that sunshine to finally break through those clouds this afternoon. Uh, even though we have clouds now, it's a little chilly. We have a little bit of a west-northwest wind. But uh, eventually those clouds will be breaking up. And we should see plenty of that sunshine today. Pretty seasonable today, calling for skies to turn mostly sunny up to uh, 36. Headed out tonight, it's going to be chilly, clear skies down to about 21. Even a little bit warmer, we've got the gun deer hunt tomorrow. It's going to start off chilly, but mostly sunny skies, calling for a high of 41. And Sunday, even milder with a southwest wind. Look at it, partly cloudy skies, high of 44. And early next week, we're talking about upper 30s and low 40s, even in the holiday week. Uh, we're not seeing any major storm system headed away. They're kind of dodging us, going around us either to the uh, south initially, then eventually to the north. Uh, so looking pretty quiet in the holiday week as well. Right now in Eau Claire, it's uh, cloudy and 24, but it feels like 14. I'm Sky Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. And that should be about what it is, uh, opening daylight tomorrow morning, right? Yeah, it's uh, going to be it's going to be clear. Yeah, and we'll low see, 20s. Low 20s, oh, yeah. So uh, a little bit great. chilly, but about seasonal for this time. Oh, perfect weather. Hey, Kelly, thank you, buddy. You bet. Kelly Slifka over at Sky Warren, 13, with that weather forecast and a pretty good one. Although it's going to be wet in the swamps. So if you're going to get in the swamp, get in there early and get out before the sun warms things up. Because any little crust is going to be gone. Weather on Wax, brought to you by Pioneer. To learn more about Pioneer corn and soybean production, we've taken to the air. We're approaching Tipton, Indiana. Tipton is a small town, but it plays a big role in the Pioneer pipeline. Below me is one of Pioneer's seed production facilities. Hold right here, please. I'm looking down at one, two, three, looks like a dozen large structures, each with a specific role to turn seed corn into corn seed. Husking, drying, shelling, cleaning, color sorting, seed sizing, the list goes on. From up here, it's an impressive operation all designed to make sure each seed in a Pioneer bag is the highest quality. The seed production plant in Tipton. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. If you're tired of dealing with the hassles that come with glasses or contact lenses, listen up. A simple 15-minute LASIK procedure at TLC Laser Eye Centers can change your life today. Just imagine being able to go running or hiking without worrying about losing your contacts or looking at the clock in the morning without needing to reach for your glasses. If you are nearsighted, farsighted, or have an astigmatism, call the experts at TLC today at 888-TLC-2020 to schedule your absolutely free consultation. 25 years of experience, financing options, and the TLC lifetime commitment has made TLC the LASIK center of choice for millions of people and thousands of doctors across the U.S. And now it's your turn. Imagine the possibilities with 2020 vision. Don't wait any longer. 
Call 888-TLC-2020 today and receive $650 off your procedure. That's 888-852-2020. Call today. Results may vary. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. About 23 degrees right now. Brent will be here. We got markets, but Scott, what else is going on in our farm news on this Friday morning? The lack of a consistent trade policy, tariffs, and increasing production capabilities in other parts of the world are putting more pressure on our foreign agricultural sales every year. New numbers from USDA economists show our agricultural balance of trade this year is going to show the smallest surplus since 2006, with exports at $134.5 billion and imports at $120. $29.3 billion. That surplus has shrunk to just $5.2 billion for the 2019 marketing year. And that trade situation is still in flux for U.S. farmers. U.S.-China trade talks are ongoing, but with still no agreement. And President Trump continues to talk tough regarding China. Earlier this week, he told reporters that if we don't get a deal with China, quote, I'll just raise tariffs even higher. The latest on that deal is that the Chinese have invited our top trade negotiators to China for more talks, but U.S. officials say that they're not going to fly across the Pacific unless the Chinese make some commitments ahead of more meetings on intellectual property protection, forced technology transfers, and agricultural purchases. And the story goes on between the U.S. and China. Also, something, uh, you know, labor is a real issue in agriculture, and uh, maybe some movement. We've been following this. The House Judiciary (coughs) Committee this week did approve that Farm Workforce Modernization Act. Now, that's just in the committee. Still has to go to the floor and uh, House and Senate, but it's a step in the right direction. That would be modernizing things like the H-2A program, giving some of these undocumented workers some uh, legal papers. So there are different things involved in that. So it's uh, made that first step. The House Judiciary Committee did approve that bill, and now it goes on for further consideration in the House. Hey, we got lots of markets coming up. It's 20 minutes to 6 at Wax. The Black Friday sales event and employee pricing plus means big savings at our Chilson stores in Kadat and Lake Alley. Uh, employee pricing and Black Friday savings? Matt, this has to be big. We have the best savings of the year on the 2019 Ram 1500s and 2019 Ram heavy-duty pickups. The all-new Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500, comes with up to 13500 in discounts and rebates. Or get into one of our 2019 Ram 1500 Classics for just $23,977. Or our customers can get behind the wheel of a 2019 Ram heavy-duty pickup and save up to $8,500. Whether you're looking for the legendary Cummins diesel or our 6.4-liter V8, Employee Pricing Plus means big savings at our Chilson stores. Yeah, big savings. A Ram 1500 Classic for $23,977, $8,500 off Ram heavy-duty pickups, or $13,500 off 2019 Ram 1500s. Check out these great deals and more at one of our friendly Chilson family Ram locations in Kadat and Lake Cali, or check them out online at showsomemotors.com. Let our family take care of your family. Mycon Cinemas is your locally owned family theaters. Here's what's playing now. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Midway, Ford versus Ferrari, Charlie's Angels, Dr. Sleep, Last Christmas, Frozen 2, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Playing with Fire, and The Good Liar. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at MyConCinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at MyConCinemas. 23 degrees as we continue with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Mark Koger has the latest from the Equity Altoona Barn. All classes of livestock selling on a considerably lower tone. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 95 to a dollar. Two high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 85 to 87. Choice Holstein steers, 78 to 85. With their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 78 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows just selling from 42 to 47. We topped at 51. 60% of the cows selling from 30 to 42. With 20% of the cows selling 30 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls selling from 55 to 70. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up, selling from 5 to $45 per head. Your fancy beef calves selling from 25 to $100 per head with the light and poor quality calves, selling $5 per head and down. 
quick reminder, special feeder sale here on Friday the 22nd of November. Uh, for more information on that sale, give us a call here at the market at 715-835-3104, or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. This is Mark Koger from the Equity Open Auction Market. Have a great day. You have a great day, too, Mark. That's Mark over at the Equity Altoona Bar. Let's go over to the Equity Stratford Bar now. Jerry Fitzgerald is up and down. Boy, you're easy to see this morning with your orange underwear on. Oh, uh, well, with that, uh, good morning to you guys. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. So, uh... <laughs> you're, not, you're not hunting this year, are you? No, 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 no. I, I just, uh, there's always plenty of people around that do, so we always get venison. But anyway, I, I guess the I was uh, interesting listening to this morning is that uh, the sun might come out for a little while, huh? Oh, yeah. Sun later on today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So we're going to have some sunshine. Yeah, get your get your sunglasses out. So hopefully it'll be uh, make it nice. Good traveling, that's for sure, for folks that are going to going to hunting camp. So we hope everybody has a good, safe weekend and uh, enjoys the hunt. Hey, wrap up the week over there at Stratford Forest, Jerry. Bob, I'll do that, and I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and uh, this past week here at Equity Stratford. Not too much good news in the livestock market this week. Anyway, on the close, high yielding, uh, high yielding uh, cutter and utility cows, uh, much lower market on the cows at the end of the week here. And those uh, high yielding cows yesterday, we're selling from 44 to 53. We did top yesterday at 55 and a half on the cow market. Most of the cows on yesterday's sale, uh, your average cows, were selling from 30 to 43. Thin, plain, light carcass cows, dollars and below. Bull market also closed on a lower tone. Better quality bulls selling from 55 to 73. And we did top early in the week on the bulls at 78. Lighter bulls, 55 and below. Fat cattle also closed lower. Choice grading Holstein steers. We're mostly from uh, uh, 77 to 87. Earlier in the week, again, we did see these higher-yielding choice Holsteins from 88 to 92. Select and underfinished cattle, $72 and below. On the calf market, a steady two-week trend on the calves, a Holstein bull calves, 85, 220 pounds. On the close yesterday, mostly from 30 to 90. Fancy bull calves on yesterday's sale at 105. A weekly top, we did see bull calves up to 125. Heifer calves, $30 and below, very limited demand. Beef calves, mostly from 100 to 220. Uh, topping out on Monday at 260 on those beef calves. Well, we'll take a look at next week here at Equity Stratford. Uh, we will have three sales next week. Of course, the regular auction on Monday will get underway Monday morning with market cattle, fat cattle, and baby calves. Tuesday, market cattle will be at 11 o'clock. Wednesday's auction will be uh, market cattle only. So uh, no calves on Wednesday. So if you're planning on marketing calves next week, do it on the Monday auction. Again, on Wednesday, we will sell market cows, though, fat cattle, and also uh, market bulls. Next feeder cattle sale will be in December here, uh, Wednesday, December the 4th. Next special dairy cattle sale, Tuesday, December the 3rd. So, again, uh, folks, if you got any questions on these sales, let us know. 715-687-4101. All this information on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. So that's what we have for this morning, Bob. Again, uh, like you said, wish everyone out there a very safe, enjoyable hunting season. I know after an inch of rain yesterday, it's going to be soggy in some places. But uh, anyway, be careful. And, uh, well, uh, good luck to everybody because, boy, there's plenty of them out there. Everyone you, everyone that you harvest, there's one less we have to worry about on the highway. Boy, that <laughs> is for sure. And I'm... I'm sure the mafia over in your part of the country will take care of you. They'll probably be dropping deer off on your porch. Well, uh, that wouldn't be just too bad as long as it's cut and wrapped. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, Jerry, have a good weekend. You too, Bob. You and Scott enjoy the weekend, and I thank you. There he goes. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Right now at the Home Depot, tis better to give and receive. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus battery kit for just $149 and receive a select Ryobi OnePlus tool free. Your choice from cordless drills to saws, even a radio. That'll make one powerful gift come Christmas morning. Actually, two powerful gifts. Buy a battery kit, get a tool for free. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through January 29th. Items must be scanned at checkout to apply while supplies last. Dear Wallet, pack more Black Friday into Black Friday with Toyota Black Friday. Turn heads in the oh-so-swanky Camry. Haul in the savings on the rugged Tacoma. 
Craving adventure? That's RAV4's middle name. Every family loves the Highlander with cushy seating for up to eight. All these Toyota models come with our advanced safety system standard. And the best part about Toyota Black Friday? You can get it all to go in one sleek package. Pack in the style, pack in the safety, and pack in the deals. Hurry in. Toyota Black Friday ends December 2nd. For a limited time, get $2,500 customer cash on a new 2019 Highlander. See you soon. Toyota. Find yours at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Cash back from Toyota Motor Sales USA Inc. Down payment may be required. Must be applied to the transaction. No cash payment will be made to consumer. Does not include taxes, license, title, registration fees, and dealer fees. Does not include college, or military, rebate. Offers vary by region. See dealer for details. All friends 12 Surprise medical bills are bankrupting Americans, but insurers refuse to pay their fair share. Doctors support removing patients from billing disputes. Tell Congress to stand with doctors and patients. Paid for by Dr. Patient Unity. And wrapping up the markets this morning, the grain trade rather quiet as the harvest continues or tries to continue. December corn this morning up a fraction of 368. March corn at 379. March soybeans at 915 a bushel. And March meal down 30 cents at $305.50 a ton. December oats down one at uh, 312. The December wheat price at 511 this morning. Country elevator prices today on our DTN screen at Golden Plump. The corn is 339. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 338 on the corn, 824 on the beans. And Osseo corn's 343, soybeans at 824. Stevens Point, 361 and 811. Out at Elk Mound, the soybeans at 831 today. Down at Sparta, the corn's 335, beans 822. And Ellsworth, 330 on the corn, 824 on the beans. Ethanol plants, Boyceville and Stanley, 346. New Richmond, 341. Barrel cheese up three and a half yesterday, two eighteen and a half. The blocks up a half at one eighty four and a quarter. The butter down three quarters at two oh four a pound. November class three up three cents, twenty thirty seven. December up twenty five at eighteen sixty nine. January up twenty three at eighteen nineteen. February up twenty four at seventeen sixty nine. March up fourteen cents at seventeen thirty four. And as far as the calendar is concerned, Scott, uh, mainly just uh, our deer hunter's breakfast this morning out at the Eagles Club in Halley. Nothing else over the weekend? Uh, no meals or anything like that? Not this week. But right. uh, a couple things to sign up for, to get registered for. That Discovery Farms Conference is coming up on the 11th at the Cal- uh, Glacier Canyon Conference Center in the Dells. And you should go to uh, org and get registered for that. And also, UW Extension, along with Compere Financial, is putting together their Resilient Farms Conference. That's coming up on December 12th, also at Wisconsin Dells. But uh, give your UW Extension office a call right. and get signed up for that, too. All right. Speaking of the Extension office, if you missed it earlier, Eau Claire County has a new county extension agent. Her name is Lissa Seafelt, and she will start about December 8th. But uh, that's still a couple of weeks away. In the meantime, here on a Friday morning, Brent Wink on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. Kind of wrap up the season with him. When we take the wax farm truck out to cover the news, we travel with friends. Folks like Structures Unlimited, your fabric building specialist, the world leader in steel frame, clear span fabric covered buildings. Contact them in Stratford. Marika's Gouda at Thorpe, handcrafting award-winning Gouda cheese since 2013 with passion at their Thorpe location. And don't forget the Cafe Duchess and Strong Microbials, a Wisconsin company using biotechnology to improve the quality of our food supply and solve problems in agriculture with products like silage inoculants, waste treatment products, and many more. Are you in the mood for seafood? Don't miss Shrimp Night at Who Hot Mongolian Grill. Create your own delicious stir-fry with shrimp every Wednesday and Friday after 4 p.m. Conquer bland at Who Hot next to the Oakwood Mall. Friday morning at Wax, 23 degrees. The day before the hunt, we'll have sun for the hunt, at least some sun, partly cloudy. High about 41. And on this Friday morning, it is, uh, I guess, time to wrap up the season. Brent Wink is here in our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value. It's never too early to start thinking about spring planning. One area to watch for this fall is compaction. Once this happens in your field, it is difficult to eradicate without deep tillage. Now is a good time to take a few minutes to check your corn and soybean fields for signs of soil compaction. 
Concerns regarding the productivity-robbing effects of soil compaction need to be conducted in a timely manner. Manure management, harvesting equipment, and larger tractors used today have become problematic on farming operations, particularly large dairy farms or other livestock operations. A major effect of soil compaction is the alteration of the soil's physical and the hydraulic properties. Changes in the soil's physical properties alter the ratio of water to air in soil. Plant roots require air as well as water to develop a healthy root system. Call your agronomist from Countryside Cooperative today to discuss ways to prevent compaction. Let them help you find the clues to identify areas of compaction in your fields. Don't let this rob you of your ROI next spring. And on this Friday morning, the 22nd of November... We do say good morning, I guess for the final time of the season, to Brent Wink. How you doing? Good. Good morning to you gentlemen as well. Do you remember where you were 56 years ago today? Eight years from being born. Oh, you weren't even born in 63? No. No, I, well, so I loved, I actually so did all a, history for you. There, I right? did a paper on the assassination yeah, back yeah. in college and it really studied a lot of that. Yeah. Very well, you probably know more about it than I do. Then. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how much was true then. Cause back yeah. then, you know, all the conspiracy theories and all those different things, but seems like how things never change. We're going through the same thing right now. <laughs> yeah, conspiracy theories. That it's people kinda, are claiming. Uh, yep. They, that's, I guess what keeps us all interested. Yeah, Got your orange outfit. You going hunting in the morning? I will not. My deer hunting always consists of green and yellow uh, and yeah, John Deere, yeah. combining more, corn. And to all the to deer do. hunters, farmers don't want to leave their corn standing no. during deer hunting. I know that that frustrates many hunters, but uh, trust me, we would much rather have it off than have it still standing well, in the field. Oh, what is your corn? you tested it? You know, that's the biggest challenge. We had uh, some corn that we harvested the other day. We were doing some 21% corn, which isn't bad. And then we got into some fields that were planted the end of May, and it was 29 to 30% yet. And that's just uh, really slows the drying capacity down at the farm. So takes a lot of LP and it takes a lot of price off the top, that's for sure. So wrap up the season. We always say Brent's here for the planting, growing, and harvesting season. Unfortunately, this year the (laughs) harvesting season is not over, but I guess Brent is. So what uh, kind of words of wisdom here on your last day of the year? Well, just to define, you know, it always, uh, the the show always runs from Good Friday to the Friday before deer hunting. And so we don't... uh, we know that the harvest season is not done and far from done, but you know, I got uh, kind of some notes from last week, the progress for the week ending November 17th. Actually, for the soybean harvest, Wisconsin is still only 77% completed. Uh, North Dakota was about 84%. Those two states, actually southern Wisconsin, all the snow that we've got, North Dakota also experiencing that. So uh, still still a fair amount of soybeans out uh, for this time of year, so we're pretty fortunate in our area. Then corn harvest, uh, two of the biggest states lagging behind there. North Dakota was only 23% harvested on corn. Minnesota was 77% harvested on corn. And uh, Wisconsin's only 44% harvested on corn. So long, long ways to go, but uh, hopefully it looks like the extended forecast. We've got some time, but, you know, this season... Uh, a lot of change uh, occurred. You know, in the soybean market, we've got uh, new trait with the enlist soybeans. So from just trait selection, there's opportunities for growers to kind of sort out. But we really learned uh, in the soybeans that yield and agronomics are still the most important pieces. You know, by trying to just pick a soybean variety just by a trait that you might want, there were some huge differences in white mold in basic agronomics of the soybean varieties. So certainly working with your agronomist to help sort that out. There's a lot of different opportunities and and challenges out there. And then in our corn uh, data, you know, I just can't stress enough to people this year, planting date was king. You know, we've got some really, really good yields that did come out of some of that early May planting. Uh, Test weights across the board are going to be off and going to be down a little bit. So as you're sitting here sorting through all this data, I think multiple years of data sets of trying to make some good predictions on what was what should work on your farm. And uh, knowing, you know, the plot data and all those things that you see come across your table, when was that planted, uh, what were the conditions, trying to sort out some of those things because to try and make uh, good, knowledgeable decisions 
just on this year's data might be a little tough. So we're going to do uh, uh, our work and try and get as much of that information into the hands of the agronomists uh, for the last several years of performance on some of these varieties that we've had. And hopefully you guys can sit down and, and make some good educated decisions and guesses here when the harvest is finally wrapped up and completed. So good luck to everybody out there. I know uh, it's it's still going to be a, a long, drawn-out process here for probably the next couple of weeks in a lot of areas. So good good luck to those farmers to get it out. And realistically, March or April might be when the harvest is. I never like to see that, but I unfortunately, that's that's that might be the case. Yeah. But uh, snow drifts and wet wet uh, snows and lodging the corn, and but yeah, unfortunately, that's going to be the case in some of the areas. Yeah. Well, Brent, been another good year here, and uh, hopefully, it's been productive for you. I know our farmers always enjoy having you in on a Friday morning, but uh, again, have a good uh, Thanksgiving, and we'll see you about Good Friday. Well, we'll see you before that, but yeah. uh, on the air about Good Friday with yeah. our new county agent by yeah that time. i can't i can't wait i, yeah. I, I you know, have to let her know that flannel is uh the, <laughs> the clothing of choice for the eau claire county agent that's right <laughs> and lots of it too you bet <laughs> thanks uh, brad have a good thanksgiving yeah you guys too take care all right brent wake with us on our countryside co-op crop information update program our final program with brent for this year but again he'll be back in the spring and right now, we've got about 23, some sunshine later today. Hey, enjoy it, and uh, good luck on the deer hunt. i got to go to breakfast out at the Eagles Club. We'll see you out there. Want to save money? A-plus insulation services. A-plus Eau Claire dot com.